0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: This is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, a.k.a. Shane T. Boy, the baddest champion you've ever seen, boy.
2: And you're listening to Knockouts and Three Couts.
1: What up, though, everybody? This is Kyle, and you are listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. As you can see, it's not just me in studio. And before we get to our guest tonight, Kyle, throw out your social medias.
2: What's going on, everybody? This is the other Kyle. You can find me at Team Chaos on Facebook, uh, Kyle J. Campbell. And uh, you can find my other show, What Kind of Podcast Is This?, everywhere you'll find the podcast at. Dev, throw out your social media real quick.
0: You can find me on Twitter at Devin, the Six 3 that's D E V 6 3 You can find me on Instagram at AllStackNoSizzle, one word. Speaking of AllStackNoSizzle, the podcast is coming back January the 6th, so make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and follow that, that show right now. And that's it.
1: And last but not least, you can find me at Detroit Knockout, Detroit Knockout, N-O-K-O-U-T. Make sure you're following the show at KO3C Pod on Twitter and Instagram, KO3Cpod.com, and Knockouts and Three Counts on YouTube. And without any further ado, we know we're a little bit ahead of BCWA schedule, considering the studio will be closed for all the holidays and all that good stuff. But with us tonight, we've got the recently reunited Bumpin' Uglies, Bubba McKenzie, and past guest of the show, The Mysterious Movado. How you guys doing, gentlemen? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. he's off. so
1: ready he knocked his headphones off <laughs> my stuff
3: I'm so
1: good let everybody know where they can find you on social medias and all that good stuff where, where can they find you
4: uh you can find uh me on the old twitter at uh vnu number one instagram justin heard our coast and uh heard our coast all the other good platforms for my musical endeavors on the dark side of things.
3: Yes. You can find me at BNU number two. Look at that. On the Twitter machine.
4: Oddly enough, they were both available. It's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: wild.
3: Uh, it's and crazy. So, And then also, you know, all over the place, just search Mysterious Movado on your Google machine, and what's going to pop up is an incredible list of platforms where you can find the one and only, wah-wah-wah, Mysterious Movado,
1: and of course, the Bumpin' Uglies fan page on Facebook. Look that up. We That's were pretty dope. If you check out Knockouts and Three Counts podcast page, we've got that tagged up there for you guys right now. Booyah. Thank so, you, guys. Of course, man. You guys, you know, you've been a uh, multiple-time guests to the show, man. We can't not look out. With that being said, just because we're shit starters here, so uh, how did we designate it, which one was BNU number one and which was BNU number two? Did you fight over it? <laughs> we have fought, but he's he was hatched first. <laughs>
4: Yeah, <laughs> so it just we just went on seniority on that one. Yeah,
3: smart.
1: So right? Bubba, yeah. did you know that you've apparently got a pillow talk voice according to Blackwell? <laughs>
3: Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute. Am I missing <laughs> a stream like the, where they're uh, Yeah, the, uh, in the live chat, the uh, Blackwell's already Alabama. throwing
1: the zingers out.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, just lay right down <laughs> <you>. <laughs> and let Bubba McKenzie talk you to sleep. Yeah.
3: <sighs> if. uh... If anyway, May, if
2: Mae Young was still alive, she'd probably love you right now. She'd be giving birth Well, that's to my target foot. audience. You
4: know, <laughs> 97-year-old former professional wrestlers. That is my target audience. Hey, man, audience.
1: everybody's got to get in where they fit in. Bro. That's yeah, a, that's that's it,
2: a niche, but it'll, it'll probably be available in some I'm just somewhere. joking. No hate, all love,
1: and respect <laughs> to Mae Young. I'm of course. Uh, just joking. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, um, as we've mentioned, Mavato's been on the show with us multiple times. Bubba, this is your first time on with us. Uh, first of all... With the obvious, let us know what led to you guys reuniting, man. How long's it been since uh we saw you guys come back at the last BCWA show? Since you guys have worked together, I know we've seen you run in at Ula La Lucha, but
4: yeah, yeah uh it's been a while, right? Besides that, I feel like there was one thing, wasn't there, like a charity or, or I'm sorry, a fundraiser or something we might have been think for for creep for creep, yeah, which so. would have been what six years ago. Hmm maybe more yeah that would have been the last time was, Yeah, was when we had the fundraiser for Creeper when he uh, destroyed his hip if yeah. i'm not mistaken yep. yeah shout outs to Doug Hill and then i you know uh i i've uh, or i've allegedly personas that i've been alleged <laughs> to portray over the years have made occasional appearances in buildings which I have allegedly also been in may or may not have this May ca- or
2: may not have there's no never you at the, they never saw you at the same time. Yeah, exactly, Kyle. You feel what I'm saying. You know, there's there, there's this guy, he's some reporter out in like Kansas. I think they said the same thing about him in soup. Never mind. Uh, so with that being said so it's, s- <laughs> it's been it's
3: been it's quite been a while. A and you know what they say about reuniting? It just feels so good.
1: <laughs> you beat me to it, yeah. <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> It, it does, man. So let's talk right about that. So you guys are reuniting here for BCWA, coming at you uh, December 28th from the Copeland Center in Wyandotte, Michigan. Yep, live but, and uh, in living color. Exactly. But uh, you guys have got quite the match coming up here because uh, I know you guys have both had your past and are still doing stuff with the House of Truth and all that. Now Truth's coming against you? I mean, what are your thoughts about your match with uh, Gracefully Chosen? Yeah, that's it, that was
3: really a blindside uh, to me. We, we really weren't kind of expecting to be back in a major capacity in any way. Um, you know, we had the match scheduled with Halal Beefcake and Joe Coleman kind of had his words. I had my words and, and we had our match. Um, we really didn't expect what, what took place there, especially with Truth Martini at the helm. Um, you know, Bubba myself, we've had a long, long relationship with Truth Martini. Obviously, I'm co trainer, uh, at the House of Truth Pro Wrestling School. So to, to have him show up uh and be directing traffic with gracefully chosen and and you know the the debut I guess if you want to call it that and clearly what it is is you know he's got guys that want to make their name um off of the Bumpin' uglies uh and unfortunately kind of took us out uh for a number of weeks here so um I've been I've been just barely scraping by on my singles appearances here but uh you know, I think I'm I'm starting to feel healthy enough that uh, gracefully chosen they're they're gonna feel the wrath of the BNU.
2: So because you guys were in this form gone like not together for what six years or so, more ish yeah uh, ish uh, what this what made you guys decide to bring the uh, bring back together?
4: Well, like like Josh, uh, I'm sorry, the mysterious Mavado <laughs> just said the <laughs> uh, mysterious
3: Josh Mavato. Uh it works.
4: Uh, you know, Joe Coleman ran his mouth and, uh, even though, uh, we've been friendly with halal beefcake in the past, you know, as far as in the locker room and backstage at events and things like that, if we're shooting, as they say, fellas, <laughs> uh, he ran his mouth and, uh, decided to interfere and cut down the mysterious Mavado from behind. And I just, uh, I couldn't stand for that anymore. And I knew that his partner, uh idris abrahim um you know again those guys i'm like I thought you know i was i i i'm itching feeling really punchy, kicky lately, real slammy <laughs> life's got me in a in a position where i'm ready to to pounce and uh make some suckers feel the wrath and bring Ow! back that old school b n u beat down crew. <laughs> Ass whooping, okay. if you will, and uh, it just—it just seemed a perfect time. My partner uh, Movado reached out to me and said, "Hey, man, you want to do this? Th- you want to do this deal?" As we say in the, the locker mega room. Mega
1: powers unite
3: again. <laughs> and just when he thought he was
2: out, <laughs>
3: I pulled him back. Yeah.
2: Was there a predator type uh, sh- a handshake? You know, when you guys finally did it, was like the mega powers coming together.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dev, you got any questions for our guests?
0: Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say that uh, of all the guests we've ever had in the show, Bubba McKenzie has the best one, uh, from one McKenzie to another one.
4: My man. <laughs> I would also like to say that, that Devin McKenzie has is his social media. He's an excellent giffer. He, <laughs> he, he shares some of the... the the best gifts they they make me LOL for real, as they say, fellas, and uh, um, I, and I really appreciate your efforts on the uh, the land of the internet because uh, <laughs> it brings joy to my day when I see hilarious things like children falling and other <laughs> the other funny hilarious things you post. So children
1: falling
2: is always the best. I'll give you that it. you you post funny shit from time to time. He got all his Rick and Morty shit from me though. I introduced him to Rick and Morty.
0: <laughs>
2: all
1: right dev so what you got all right i think he might have went out all right we lost i guess we must have lost Devin on that one but that being said we've talked about your match go- but uh no. No, there he is we've all got right. him we've got him he he's, didn't die he's got he's got no nope, no he's gone oh nope, no, he is dead we lost him <laughs> That being said, Devin is on hiatus. But um, as we go into Technology. BC. It's I our friend, gotta, Kyles. It really ain't, Don't though, you know? man.
2: I, I, for one, respect our uh, robot overlords. I Hi- just want to say that I feel, like,
1: I feel like Skype's got it out for us, because every time we're about to go live, they always seem to come up with a miraculous update. <laughs> <laughs> a it's, it's, our, it's our whole internet connection rate at this point, so we You've, got audio live. You fucked up my conspiracy, Randy. I think, that's how,
2: uh, think that's how <laughs> Skynet started. Oh, yeah, we are frozen. That being
1: said, I, um, you guys also, for those Ooh. that don't know, the Bumping Uglies are more than just a tag team. You guys have got a band with another good friend of mine, Rob Deziak. You guys just made your return at the Sanctuary. Tell me about that. We did. How'd the show go? What were your <laughs> thoughts on it? And how'd it feel to be back out on stage? And what are the differences for you guys with that, as far as um, you know, a concert versus performing in the ring? Well, I mean,
3: this whole thing started um, with the band. So the Bumpin' Uglies is, I mean, started even before I joined, um, back what, 93, 94? 95. '95. (laughs) Shit, almost Uh, as
1: old as I am. Shit.
3: Yeah. When I I came on in 96, I came on in 96, I believe. Yeah. 96, I want to say. And. Oh, we got another caller.
1: I don't know who it is. Please in. don't be talking. It's Devin. Devin, you've returned.
2: Oh, thank you. Oh, so, <laughs> so um,
1: we lost our internet connection briefly at the studio. Nice. Oh, okay. All right, Devin has returned. Finish. and we were just asking them about uh, the differences before uh, between performing on stage in a rock show and wrestling.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, again, we we started 100% uh, punk rock. Uh, outfit, and that's really kind of the life uh, blood of what we were doing, and having a lot of fun playing, you know, really kind of material that was funny to us, and but yet had a really hard punk rock edge, and that's just all of a sudden wrestling kind of started to infect what we were doing, and we were writing material about wrestling, you know, and then it it became part of the stage show that that we were doing, and you know it just kind of became an extension of us then as a tag team then we would perform uh, in the ring so the one thing led to another but it certainly it all started on stage uh you know bubba and myself we've been performing together since we were tiny hatchlings uh basically all our lives so him and I are in sync um you know 100% when it comes to that so any kind of musical endeavor that him and I get to do is always a blast and it just feels like you know we can just ease right back into it um, we had what a big one rehearsal, yeah, <laughs> one rehearsal
4: in the last year and a half or something, so <laughs> it went off you know at this point um everyone's kind of went on and is doing something else, but uh the the band never we never broke up there was never any uh any big blow up it just kind of fizzled out like we you know worked ourselves into a corner kind of with the, the wrestling, at, you know. Like, it was the the era of extreme, you know. Like, some of you guys might be too young to remember that, but, <laughs> you know, th- we were in a position where it was like every round of shows we would do, you know, we'd have to get crazier and crazier because people were just, you know. Expecting the bloodthirsty. next best thing. Yeah, you know, so. And. it it just through evolution and whatever else it just kind of you know fizzled out after a a long run but we've always kind of you know once a year every couple years you know whatever it is you know we'll try to get together and you know you know unfortunately a lot of those appearances have been for fundraisers and you know uh memorials and things like that but uh we're always always happy to do that just like we always have been over the years with wrestling and so, uh, you know, we get an opportunity to just do the show for the fun of it, which is this last one, was just for the fun of it. It was just to get together with – I mean, these are lifelong friends and brothers of mine, you know, you know uh, the mysterious Mavato. You know, we're, we're hatched from the same uh, earth mom, as they say, but uh, Rob and Amato are, yeah. are, are brothers to us. As well, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we've uh, – through so much together, and uh, it's just the best of friends, and it's it's really it was, it's a cool uh, ex, you know excuse
2: really for yeah.
1: nothing else just to get together with the homies,
4: yeah, just to get together with great friends and play a show and, and uh, the venue
3: too, it, it all was great. You know?
4: Yeah, it, Maxwell at the Sanctuary is is a real class act. He's done you know if those of us that are old enough to remember paychecks can't even believe <laughs> the the incredible job he's done with that place and uh, the staff there is always super cool, super friendly. The show went off without a hitch. You know, we sold the place out, you know, with basically just word of mouth and a, a little bit of social media, you know. So it's good to know that There's en- still en- enough people still remember, you know. like They still
0: care.
3: They still really mom. like us. Uh-huh. But, you
4: know, when it comes to performing it, you know. You know, the, the the brand of rock and roll that the Bump and Uglies play is, is regardless if we're we're wrestling on stage or not, is very physical and it's very intense. Uh and it's also very entertaining and we try to be, you know, funny and these are all things that have always been a part of our our, our wrestling style, you know, is being furious, intense, but also, you know, entertaining, you know, and Mysterious Movado, you know, excels at that. You know what I mean? He's just taken off. Obviously, he's become a huge star on his own. So he doesn't need uh, old Bub McKenzie around. But, you know, I, I I pretty much had planned on coming in for this this, this one shot, you know. And uh, not Truth Martini, you know, a, a, who uh, I thought was my friend, former, former partner. You know, I managed Truth Martini and, uh, I and, and many this. tag teams for many years. Uh you know, he decided as I as I uh, put in, in our last appearance. You know, he decided to put his nose in the bump and uglies business, just as I decided to get back into the bump and uglies business. And for him, he's going to find out. You know, there's a reason I had the reputation I have in this town, and uh, this is a grave mistake on Truth Martini's part. And for these punks, and gracefully chosen to turn their back on their trainer. You know the mysterious Mavado who's who brought them up from nothing. You know these are kids that came in begging for an opportunity.
1: Yep, your bandmate is watching with us now too. You know, and
4: now, and uh, you know they decided that you know they're going to listen to Truth Martini, and for whatever reason, you know. We'll never know, but it's too late. Right now, I don't care about the reason, but I guarantee that come the 28th, the BNU beatdown crew is going to make an example of gracefully chosen. We are going to make an example of the house of truth, and we are going to make an example of truth martini.
3: Yep. Lessons will be learned that day that they had no idea they would be learning.
1: And for those of you that haven't seen these guys live, I actually got to go out to the last show you guys had before the one at the sanctuary when it was – I saw you guys at Smalls. I remember Big Don came down there with me. And to see you guys go and do your thing and to see your big ass up up with a a feather boa on, (laughs) dog, I'm like, what in the fuck am I in for? But, dude, it was – I'm not just saying this because you guys are my (laughs) buddies, man. That was literally one of the funnest shows I've been to just because I had no idea – what to expect? So the next time they play, man, if you're in the area, you need to be there. Um, you guys talked a little bit about how you trained gracefully, chosen, and things like that. Movado. Um, I mean, it's widely known at this point that you've been doing a lot of training over at the House of Truth for a while now. I mean, what was it that made you guys really want to get into the training aspect? You know, being wrestlers first. It's. I mean, really for me, it's
3: it's giving back. So it's a lot of it's a lot of factors. It's it's a lot of giving back. Um, that has been my home for so long. It's been my, uh, training facility. That's where I work out. Um, and it just, it has a place in my heart. So anytime I'm, I'm, I've always been this way when it comes to, uh, pro wrestling, anytime I have the, uh, um honor to kind of help out with somebody's career. It's something I like to do. Um, so, and then when the opportunity presented itself to, to train at the school, I've always been there as kind of a consultant basis. Um, but I've stepped up my role in the past year, a uh, year and a half, and it's been great. It's just been something that I didn't really anticipate, um, getting into that coaching type of a uh, situation. But uh, now that I have, it's something I really enjoy. I, I really love watching. Um, and I sound old, but watching our kids, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like the pro wrestling dad type thing. And it's something that, you know, because I, I don't have kids of my own or nor, nor will I ever, but it's, it's nice to see them grow up and, uh, quite literally in front of your eyes in in the matter of 12 weeks. And then of course, um, you know, continue on the road, like just, just this past weekend, I, I took on the road with me, one of our students, uh, Tanner, uh, T Nix. Okay. And to, you know, be able to see him debut for his first show out of state in Ohio. They had a graphic made up for him on the screen. He's coming out, you know, and he's wrestling me. And he's coming out on and he's just got all the confidence in the world and he's owning the moment. I mean, like, it, that was super cool for me. You know, I mean, I remember day one when this kid was coming in with just all the hopes and dreams. And he all he ever wanted to be was a pro wrestler, right? And so to be able to facilitate and to help people with their dreams is something that I don't ever take lightly. It's something I will always cherish and I'll always want to be a part of. You know, that's just, that's just who I am as, I guess, as a wrestler or as a being. That's who you are as a
1: being, bro. Bubba, what about you? I know you've done a lot of stuff over there as well, you know. No, man,
4: I'm I'm over. Like to be quite honest, man, I am. uh, I've been out of the game entirely, and I I I wouldn't endeavor to take any credit. You know, Uh, my my involvement there has been simply on an observational basis uh, when I have the time, which unfortunately hasn't always been. You know, the the most, Uh, but it's really just to come and and I just marvel at the. The progress that, that, like, like Movado was saying, you know, that that these kids make, and watching uh, who sticks it out, who really guts it out, because it's it's intense, man. Like, not everybody can do this, you know. There's there's a reason it's hard, you know. (laughs) It's not it's not for everybody. So when I'm there, you know, I, I try to offer whatever little tidbits of advice I can, but I I wouldn't endeavor to take any credit for it. You know, that's the, the House of Truth is an institution built by, you know, respectfully enough, Truth Martini. But, uh, you know, over the last, you know, like, it, you know, you say a year, year and a half, you know, that's really been the House of Movado, if we're going to be accurate with it, you know. And uh, there's quite also, you know, a good supporting staff of uh, veterans that are kind of constantly in and out of the place and yep. like also current stars yep. that, that will, you know, when they're in town or whatever will come in and work out, you know, so it's. It's an incredible uh, experience. And for me, you know, it's only, it's literally, you know, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from where I live. So, uh, which is really fortunate because not every town has such an incredible facility with quality, you know. Yeah.
1: Quality teachers.
4: Yeah. Quality yeah. teachers that care about the, the business of uh, the, and the future of professional wrestling.
3: And conveniently located. And I should mention, you know, currently accepting students. Where can at, they find you? They can find us at HotWrestlingSchool.com. Uh, and the school is actually on Van Dyke, just south of 696, 10.5 uh, mile Van Dyke and Centerline, uh, behind the Elite Inc. So uh, we are actually open Monday through Thursday, 6 to 10. If you are interested in coming by and becoming a professional wrestler, you could take a look at the facility. Uh, you can talk to one of the trainers, and we can get you signed up.
1: So with that being said, I don't know if you guys have been checking out the uh, live feed, but you talked a lot about Bubba with your guys hiatus as a tag team, you know, Josh has really kind of stepped up a uh, little in a singles way. There's been a couple people that have already been challenging you here in the live feed. Aiden Prince says he says he wants a, a shot at you. Um you've also got, let's see. Aiden Prince says he wants you and Blackwell says he can make it happen at BCWA. Is that a match you're interested in?
3: Uh, um A match I'm interested in, huh? Studio
1: 86? No, no, no. Blackwell said that he would book it at BCWA because Aiden Prince called you out. Oh, Aiden Prince called me out. I thought you said Studio 86. I was reading
3: something. Uh, (laughs) Aiden Prince is one of those guys that can go with anybody on earth, basically. He's an incredible talent. And the fact that he would call me out, um, it's kind of humbling. So I'm good with that. I've known him since he was a tiny kid, and I mean, he d- wouldn't even have one muscle on his body. We're talking about, you know, not a bag of milk like a straw of milk, <laughs> a, a clear straw. That's a first. I've never heard something like a straw of and milk. not and not like two percent milk, like the, like the gray just milk, skim. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Milk. the gray milk, right? It's just, and and so and I but I've been on the road with with this guy, and I've seen him grow, you know, throughout his career, and he's incredible. Uh, I would love to lock horns with, with the new Aiden Prince. I know, personally figure it would
4: be hilarious to watch the mysterious Movado beat the living shit out of Aiden Prince. <laughs> okay,
1: just, so there we are. Well, Blackwell, <laughs> so I'm I mean, for it. you know, we'll you've listened Blackwell. to enough of our shows here. You know, we sometimes give you ideas for your card. Maybe that's one for the next one. Uh, Devin, I've been flapping my gums plenty here. You got any more questions, brother man? Uh,
0: yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of touch on the House of Truth and uh, – a of training so recently uh at the performance center they had a group of people come in for tryouts and one of your students w- was down there Miss uh alex sky man can you talk to us about uh how that feels to have one of your students try out for wwe and, and talk to me a little bit about her and, and her uh, growth at house of truth
3: yeah um she's an incredible athlete uh there's a you know really big backstory with her and in, in fact it's it's funny because when I meet people and we talk about why they get into pro wrestling, typically they talk about they were fans of pro wrestling. In her case, she found out about pro wrestling through, I believe, Total Bellas. <laughs> I don't shit. even think it was Total Divas. I think it was Total Bellas. <laughs> Lord. Um. So immediately kind of then I, I roll my eyes inside my mask and no one can see. Um. But – To be quite honest, you got to realize. I mean, that's that's where we're at.
4: (laughs) Everybody has a door in, man. It's it's like you can't make fun of someone for the music they like, you know, or the Mm -hmm. music that got them, you know, interested in. Because Mm -hmm. hey, man,
1: you only
3: know what you know.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah.
3: right. And so, and I think that that's great because then she was attracted to this as an athlete. You know, she's got a bodybuilding background. She's got a gymnastics background. Uh, She can do some incredible powerlifting. I mean, she is an athlete. And, and then on all on top of that, she's been dealing with, you know, uh, a, a disability, you know, for all her life, um, with being deaf. And so her story is, is really quite interesting to me. And I've enjoyed, you know, working with her in the school and, and trying to help, you know, with her development and the fact that she was able to kind of show what she could do. It's really a matter of time. I, I feel she's basically signed already and it's just going to be when, when can they fit her into the system? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think she's going to do really, really big things. She's still very young, uh, and
1: has all the ability and a great attitude. And I'm very proud of,
3: uh, Alex guy.
1: So with that being said, you know, another name that comes up and I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but, uh, the last time I saw you at, uh, border city wrestling, I saw you lock your horns with uh madman Fulton. Yeah, we just saw him this past weekend uh, at the uh, Belleville show. Right. And I put it out there. I was like, I don't know, man. I'd like to see Movado and Fulton lock up again. And he seemed to be all for it. Tell me what your thoughts are on wrestling with a guy that's that big. And would you like to see yourself lock up with him again? He's a big, big man. Uh, Jeez.
3: Locking horns with him is something that is definitely a challenge. And uh, Bubba and I you know over the course of our lives we've never ever backed down from a challenge regardless how big the guy is um and he is all that and then some for sure you know he is kind of he's all that's advertised he he brings it um yeah our our first encounter actually was about a year ago for the Mm -hmm. impact uh tapings on twitch yep in that very same building and um yeah, despite the crowd really being behind me, it, it didn't quite help me enough to to overcome the, the, the power and the size of Fulton. I mean, he basically threw me around like a rag doll. Um, I felt the brunt of that for a couple of weeks, definitely. So now – Fast forward recently, over the past couple of months, uh, down in Fremont, Ohio, I had a match with Matt Fulton, and um, you know it was a little bit different story. I think it was a little bit more evenly matched, and I, you know I I feel like now if we have that opportunity again, that I can definitely take advantage. I've, I've now that I've I've kind of seen him enough and I've worked with him enough, um, I don't want to let on you know what my strategy would sure, be, sure. but I, I definitely think it could be. It could be an interesting matchup this uh, third time around.
1: So we know you guys are going against Gracefully Chosen here at BCWA Cataclysm. You know we've mentioned Halal, uh, Halal Beefcake. We've talked about Gracefully Chosen. Are there any other uh, tag teams in the BCWA roster or singles for either one of you that you guys can see yourself you know wanting to lock horns with here in the near future?
3: What do you think there, Bubba? Any of these teams that you've seen since coming back that you feel uh, could benefit from a match with the Bumpin' Uglies? Well, I mean, from what I've seen in the, the roster at BCWA,
4: they do, they got a lot of great wrestlers. I don't see a single tag team, I feel, like that they could stand a chance in the ring with the BNU beatdown crew. Because if you look at, if we're going to be honest here, you know, Demolition, the Midnight Express, the powers of pain, uh, 20 or more matches with Madman Pondo and the Necro Butcher. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on, you know, and we, here we are. So I, I I don't see any of these youngsters today, you know, putting a tarnish on, on, on that. The Bumpin' Ugly's reputation is, is pretty well known as far as being ferocious. And uh, I mean... I guess we have nothing to prove. So if somebody feels like they have something to prove and they 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 got something they want to bite off and attempt to chew, they can try. And I guarantee that they're going to eat the one, two, three, staring up at the lights, doing the job for Movado and Bubba Mackenzie.
0: Wow. Well, I, like I see. I see you good. with the rhymes like out a here. Nipsey Russell type but, situation. Uh, but match game.
2: Blackwell but, in the uh, comments. I, he's uh. I was about He's, he's throwing a uh, team out. I mean, uh, asking Studio you shall 86.
3: receive
1: Studio 86.
2: Oh, that's now.
3: where I was hearing the Studio well, 86. Well, no, he just put that oh. in there now. But yeah, now, but it was like cosmic energy. You know, to. it's
1: funny, man. It must be uh, the alien
3: in you, man. Bill Martell and Maserati Rick specifically, is that what we're... Yep, I think that's the combination mm-hmm. we're talking. Well, Bill Martell, you know, back when the Bumpin' Uglies were uh, roughhousing around JCW on those weekly events down in Southgate, remember that? That was it, at the yeah. Modern, right? At the Modern exchange. I was there for one of those. Modern Exchange, um, yes, at that venue. that was Those were some times. You know? <laughs> those were some hey, times. Yeah. And uh, and so back when we were doing that, uh, shout-outs to Rudy Hill. Uh, yeah, back when we were doing that, you know, uh, Bill Martell was doing his thing. So, uh, I mean, if he's feeling froggy these days, I mean, I don't know. I'm seeing him doing his karate stuff. I mean, Bill Martell was there when we were law. locking horns with yeah. –
4: with, you know, like the, the the gnarliest dudes on JCW's roster, you know, the ring riders, you know, who we could speculate who <coughs> – those guys might be, yeah, o. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, or the Thomasellies, I mean.
3: or the haters.
4: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, like those, they had some strong teams in JCW. So, uh, Necro Butcher, Pando, and, and Bill Martell witnessed the firsthand destruction uh, at the hands of the BNU of many of these teams right there in front of his eyes. So, if he feels like this is something that all these years later he's now ready for. And this other joker who uh, I'm not sure who, Maserati, Rick.
3: Right. Well, then let them come. Let them come. Let them come. <laughs> let them eat cake. <laughs> let them come in their cake and eat it. I <laughs> have nothing for Would you rather sit on a piece of cake and have oh wait never mind that, that's, <laughs> that's a different that's a different hashtag bro right.
1: that that's for the off the air plus I I got a couple things I had to tell you about the necro butcher once we get off the air but uh, <laughs> that being said I mean we've talked about your guys' return to uh, BCWA um you brought up your time in JCW um tell us a little tell those that are maybe new to the Bumpin' uglies you know give them a little bit of a maybe a history lesson or whatever you want to call it, because when I first saw you guys, I saw you guys actually on a JCW show before I knew any of you guys. And it's funny because the team that you see then and the team that you see now, obviously you've got a much more experienced look on the business. Cause it was a long time ago. What are some of the biggest, uh, tell them a little bit about your time in JCW and some of your highlights and a and B Let them know. You know what are the biggest differences you see now with your experience. You know, like how do you feel that that benefits you guys in your comeback? JCW. I mean, uh, Bumpin Uglies and Psychopathic Records um, coexisted
3: prior to the existence of JCW. Um, That's really where we initially cut our cut our teeth uh, in terms of pro wrestling. It's where we kind of. First tasted the business uh, with them, and of course, even musically, the Bump and Uglies we'd perform with uh, in St. Clown Posse on a few occasions, actually, and so that that kind of uh, relationship has has always been under the surface, right? So we've always had that, and then uh, when JCW came around, there were you know opportunities at different points of the timeline where the Bump and Uglies were able to join in. And it's always been a blast. You know, JCW is just usually a very unique type of a situation where the fans react a lot differently than your typical wrestling show. You can say that for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean, we had we had some incredible experiences doing some of the tapings for JCW. A lot, I mean, a lot of memories. Um, I mean, the, with the gathering of the Juggalos, you know, being in the ring with my brother and the Midnight Express – uh, being in the ring with my brother and the powers of pain, you know, be, being in the ring with my brother and the head shrinkers, the head shrinkers, yeah. I mean, Samu and all, Alofa, I, I just, these are things that, you know, I, I, in a lifetime, I'll never forget. Um, so, you know, shout outs to JCW and, and to, uh, Rudy Hill, yeah, know, man, rude boy, man, showing for, us for a lot of love over happen. the years,
4: man, yeah. and, uh, the, and St. Clown Posse and the, their, their people have shown us a lot of love over the years and given us a lot of opportunity and uh, always be very grateful and thankful to those guys because, uh, you know, they, they have their share of people that like to talk smack, but the reality is that they, they've given uh, opportunities. And jobs and, yeah, and, all th- and and starts and all kinds of things to countless individuals in this town and
3: uh, all from nothing they've yeah. created something mm-hmm. from nothing and that's yeah. that's one of the things that we've always been yeah really we, you have
4: with, to look you know. up to what what they've accomplished mm-hmm. you know so I mean truth be told that's how we got started in wrestling you know those yep. guys uh, afforded us the opportunity to to you know they they had the connections and uh, that's how that's how it went down to be honest so the JCW man like you know. It, if you're working babyface, it fucking rules, man. If you, Right? If you're, if, if
1: if you're, you're working heel, it can get really early. Oh, gnarly. <laughs> man. You know, we've,
4: uh, it's like the old, you know, like we had a taste of what wrestling was like back in the day, you know? Like we literally had like fans punching us and la- <laughs> launching batteries and just, you know. Like, yeah.
3: At the same time, there were fans offering bong hits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the coolest fans, man. You know, like it's like it, we're you know, like, women wanting their labia signed. <laughs> <laughs> I can mean, see st- it. it's straight up. These are realities. These are things that have happened. I mean, lit fireworks, like firecrackers being thrown in the ring. I thought Bobby Eaton was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was not. We tried to tell him, like, man, these these guys, like shout outs, Bobby Eaton. I hope you're feeling better,
1: brother. Yes, sir. So that being said, I have to tell you, I've never got to talk to you about this, but the first time I ever went to a JCW show was at the Modern, as you said. And, dude, I was sitting back on that red couch so it would be facing where the stage was at. I had a cast on my leg, and I'll never forget. Here comes Necro Butcher, and I forgot who he was going against. He smokes this dude with a light tube, and I'm like, oh, shit. I need to get up, but I can't get up. <laughs> Broken <her> leg. Right. <laughs> I'm literally in a cast with my leg propped up on the guardrail and I'm like, shit, this is not going to be good. I'm like, well, all I can do here is just go <laughs> go like that and cover right. up so it didn't get me. And I remember the three people I remember distinctly from that show. I remember there was Weed man that came out that night, and he passed out a uh, joint in the front row. <laughs> right. There was Too Tough Tony coming out with his picture ever Everclear. I mean, dude. Hey.
4: Shout out Too Tough Tony. I love Too dude, Tough Tony. Dude, that was,
1: I mean, hey. if you never got to experience none of that, that, that shit, that was some of the wildest shit I've ever seen at a wrestling show ever. But with that being said, I won't keep flapping my gums. Kyle, what do you got for our guests?
2: Uh, just wondering, I know you said that you're just coming out of semi-retirement, and- do you really think this is going to be a one-off thing, or do you really think you might get that itch again to really just start getting back into
4: <laughs>
2: and and uh, start slapping some heads around?
4: You know, I I didn't think I was going to have the itch until Gracefully Chosen scratched it. You know what I mean? Until they lit a fire, you know, that made me remember exactly why I loved wrestling and why I love the physicality of getting in the ring and exerting my will. And our will over other teams has always been a hallmark of what the Bumpin' Uglies have done. Like throughout history, if you watch our matches, there's one thing for sure is a bump and uglies match is always a bump and uglies match.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we've got well from what's been going on in the chat all night, you guys got a pro a uh, couple of other matches you probably could uh Oh, get on.
1: What, what do we have here?
2: I'm just saying you got Studio 86. Aiden Prince Aiden has Prince. called you
1: out specifically. I've already thrown out that I want to see you and Fulton go at it. I mean, so, who knows? I mean, uh, we could right see point. more with you guys at BCWA, which I personally hope that and you guys get, will We be got there. you
2: guys booked up until March almost right Well, right now. you know what?
3: Well. One thing in wrestling that they uh, they always say is
2: never say, say never. never. Never
1: say never, never hmm? yeah. Devin, what about you? You've been quiet over there. What other
2: questions you got for our guests? He fell asleep. He got to go to work.
4: he's finding some fire gifts on giphy right now (laughs) to share later for me to enjoy while i'm pooping
2: (laughs) hey we all hey we're all hey man we're all guilty of of that everybody Everybody poops (laughs)
3: isn't that a child's book some of us more more than a rem song (laughs)
4: everybody poops. Sometimes
2: isn't that that Nick Cannon dissed Eminem? Hopefully, oh, oh, oh. that's fired.
4: See, that's more see. That's why we need you youngsters because that's more socially relevant. I'm throwing out REM (laughs) references (laughs) that younger
1: listeners won't even
2: understand. We're just a bunch of shiny, happy people in there. So,
1: Dev, I know you've got some more questions because we was talking about it beforehand. So I'll let you have the floor, brother. Well, uh,
0: this one is kind of. It's kind of a random question, and I wanted to ask this question because, like we talked about, you know, Mavado, you are a trainer at House of Truth. Um, have you had the chance to watch Orange Cassidy wrestle yet? Yeah. What What are your thoughts of Orange Cassidy and and his his character and his his wrestling ability? I want to hear this from a, a guy that actually trains wrestlers because he's kind of a controversial figure in wrestling right now. Some people love him, some people hate him. So I kind of want to get your thoughts.
3: Well, initially, I'm going to just kind of preface everything by saying whatever that you see a professional wrestler doing in the ring, especially at a high level on on shows like what Orange Cassidy is performing on, um, what you see is designed to be what you see. There is not a lot that Orange Cassidy, I'm sure, can't do. I'm, you, 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 what I'm saying is. He could be a very different wrestler if he wanted to be. But that, right. okay, so you can either be um, you know, similar to about the same 300 guys that are doing what we're doing on the independent level or even in pro wrestling across the world, right? There's only so many jobs. You can either go the route of kind of trying to be successful and being similar to all of those people. <laughs> or you can step outside of the box you can carve your own path you can do something a little bit different and you know i've said this before on the show wrestling is like everything in life it's it's ice cream yeah man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i i love you know a good chocolate peanut butter ice cream man i love a good strawberry it depends on my mood mm-hmm. um you know, I, I find what Orange Cassidy does very entertaining, but it's on, it's, it's on a different level. Um, what he's doing is, it's not for me to necessarily approve or, or disapprove of. I, I approve of somebody applying their craft and being successful, uh, making money, supporting their family. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. is he drawing
4: tickets? Is he making money?
3: So, you know, yeah. again, I, I try and not, not to be like evasive about mm-hmm. your question. Um, but I'm all for it. In other words, you know, I, I've seen I've seen some stuff that's been very, very funny when when it's worked with, like, the right talent, when he's working with the right person. I think it's great. Um,
2: Have you seen the gif of him? At, well, the the new, new, new Daniel Bryan with his haircut. Yeah. And yeah. how it eerily similar they really look pretty good like whoever put that that together was good I can't see that shit no uh I have a buddy of mine who's uh he's not hardcore into wrestling like he used to be uh if something huge happens he'll probably hit me up and ask me my opinion and uh, I think it was like at least one of the first two or three AEW shows when uh Orange Cassidy just did the uh the uh Topamico just with his hands and just did it and he sent me the gift he's like dude who the fuck is this guy right cause he's the coolest dude I've seen in a while and I had to explain who he was he's like I'm watching AEW now. Yeah. So he's he's I mean, he's, you he's polarizing. You know, just just he, he you can either love it or hate it, but you got an opinion on him.
3: I you love know, it. You can love it or hate it and look but but if it's successful, you who can, are you to judge. You it? can't deny mm-hmm. it. And so I I think you know more more power to him. I think that we haven't seen I think we've just kind of scratched the surface of what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think he's got a he's got some longevity. I think he'll be switching some things up and finding new ways to captivate people with his his thing mm-hmm. right and that's all we can all hope for i mean that's what i do as mysterious mavado i just find different ways to try and connect with people and it's all about connection pro wrestling is connection if you, if, mm-hmm. if he's connecting with the audience that way and they're in on the joke and they enjoy being in on the joke and now we're in on the joke together he's doing his job we're you and i now we're in mm-hmm. on it's a tag mm-hmm. team now uh-huh. It's all of you in the audience, and it's me. And we're uh-huh. on this ride together against whoever this guy is that's making fun of me uh-huh. or whoever this guy is that's trying to remove my mask, right? Uh-huh. Or trying to take my hands out of my pockets if I'm Orange uh-huh. Cassidy, whatever it is. And so if he's able to make that connection across the world on multiple platforms, he's somebody that I aspire to be. Just, just hey, we uh-huh. all do it a little differently,
2: uh-huh.
4: right? Yeah, man. People have made uh, careers out of less, you know? the. The the reality is, as true workers, true true professional wrestlers aren't gonna, They don't hate man. If if someone's drawn tickets, if they're if they're getting over, they're making money. You know, there's always a spot for a quote unquote gimmick on a show. You know, there's not a lot of spots, but there's always a spot, right? Mm-hmm. And the fans want to be entertained, and if you're giving them something different, you know, hey. Like we were just on the way here talking about Dan Housen. Mm-hmm. I'm over for Dan Housen. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand it one bit. <laughs> I don't, but that's why I love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's something different, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And uh so talking about Dan Housen, before we get your final thoughts on your match with the boys from the House of Truth, <clears throat> if you're looking to buy a house. Check out the homies at Stransky & Company, top producing real estate team that specializes in individual strategy, over-the-top service, and continued success for their clients They're the real estate easy button. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, call them at 248-563-9449 or email them at Company.com. Follow them on all their social medias at stranskyandcompany.com. If you look at our page, I just put up their new listing that they just listed today. They're good people. Check them out.
2: The one thing you will know, you won't find though is a Segway that fucking good. That was good. That was. I mean, if you're was looking good. for a Segway, no, no. visit my folks one.
1: down at
3: Segway of <laughs> Troy. <laughs> oh,
0: I don't. I don't know if you guys listen to uh, sports talk radio in the city of Detroit. Doug Karsh is known as like the king of, of Segways. Oh yeah, I, I think he took his crown, man.
2: That <laughs> that Shut that up. was beautiful.
1: That. That was I, I try, was man. Well done. You know, I I try to do my job here. Since since you left to Texas, I've kind of had to pick up the ship. So I was just trying to do my job. <laughs> hey, listen. Also, when you're talking
3: about the bump and uglies, you're talking about value, right? So if anybody out there needs to relieve their stress, I know they can go out to where where, where where in Shelby Township. Where can they go? <clears throat> Massage Green Spa located in Green. A, 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 just north you. of Twenty Five
4: Mile Road. Right for the best <laughs> in restorative. Massage therapy, invest in your infrared health. sauna. Thank you and Thank skin you. care.
2: And, for and you know so we're no.
3: at, up to the holidays. You, what kind of a stocking stuffer is that? And now listen, I know all my folks out there, they need a new sofa, they need a new sectional. Well, I happen to have a friend in the furniture business. And where can they go f- they, see that friend? They can find my buddy Josh over at uh, Art Van Furniture on 14 Mile Road. So listen, you go Check in him there, out. you tell him you know the Mysterious Movado, and he'll look out for you because he's also a good friend of his, so take care, good care see? of
1: you. See, we're, we're just looking out for you all over. You need a house, you need furniture, you need a massage. We got you covered here at Knockouts and Three Count. Boom. With that being said, what as we're what were you gonna say, Devin?
0: Well, you know what, guys? It sounds like where you the R van's in a suburban area, and if you're looking for a new vehicle, you can buy a suburban <laughs> and go down here in Dallas, Texas. Boom. Oh My shit.
2: Man. My man. We
0: got you covered, yes, clear in man. the top right. of the
1: country down to Texas, man. man. So we're getting global over here at Knockouts yes, and Three Count. Hell, Steve I just it. found out the other day we got people listening to us right now in Australia, of all places. Good
3: day, so, I mean, good day,
2: mate. And speaking of the Down Under, no, I'm fucking, not got right, nothing. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. Oh, no. we gotta get a, we gotta get like a yeah. hey, yeah. hookup for that. Yeah. Hey, they shout, got
4: shout out to the band Rust, Australia's uh, number one street punk band. Rust. Those are my dude's rust.
1: Last but not least, bubba, before we uh get your final thoughts on your guys' match, I got to um tell us a little bit more about uh Choking Susan at all. You guys do anything with that?
4: Yeah, man. I uh I joined Choking Susan a couple years ago. Had an opportunity uh to join. Uh, I've been uh, I was, you know, in a band years ago with our guitar player Keith uh in a different band many, many years ago, 20 years ago and uh you know they they they're a band that's been around over twenty years now themselves and uh have built up quite a following all all independent d i y punk rock they've toured played all over the world and uh now getting to play with them you know we've uh've done a couple of tours of the u k already uh made some appearances out in um uh the northwest uh vancouver seattle tacoma you know all over uh so we got some you guys sh- were in
1: england weren't you
4: Yeah, uh, we've done – well, they've done many tours. They're the longest-running American band to appear at the legendary Rebellion Festival in Blackpool, England. So uh, I've been fortunate enough to play the last two years of that festival with them. And then we've uh, also done tours both uh, the last two summers, and we'll be doing so again this year. So UK fans, I will be coming back. The end of July through the beginning of August, and we're working on some other dates right now, and uh, I believe we'll be going uh, – got Toledo, Ohio, January 24th, and Columbus, Ohio, January 25th is the next uh, stateside. But, yeah, it's a great – it's uh, old-school punk rock music played tight and right the way it's supposed to be, and, uh, of course – legendary Colleen caffeine up front and uh it's it's a great time and the, they have a huge following overseas and it's a it's a real pleasure and a joy to uh to get to go over there plus uh you know it just so happens the the old earth mom resides over there and uh, in no England shit. now so every oh. year I've been fortunate enough I get to it's a great excuse to go hang out with mom so okay. bonus
3: that's what's Total up so I sh- didn't know so that. the
2: ship landed in England that's it. Well, that's well.
3: where it ended up taking her. Ah. Yeah. That's not the origin. Had you, had you know she how had life is. She had a different final destination. It's a destination.
1: long story. Yeah. It's a long story. She had a different final destination than uh, the alien earthworm yeah. from Detroit. You got it. That being said, man, we got BCWA December 28th. Yep. Uh, cataclysm. You've got Justin Maine is going for the title again against Orlando Christopher. You got Studio 86 and all their stuff they've got going on there. I mean, it's gonna be an action packed card, and as always, knockouts and three counts will be in the building, and I've got it on good authority that uh Mr. Devin McKenzie might be in the in the vicinity with us as well. You'll notice him, he'll be the
2: large black man the with big a black kangol. guy with a goal. I mean, Not Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> but he does say motherfucker a lot.
4: Ready to play golf. I'm pretty sure there was at least four gentlemen that matched that description at the last show. <laughs> just, just as a heads up. <laughs>
1: So get your tickets now, man. This ain't gonna be a show you wanna miss, man. They pack up the cope every yeah. time for BCWA. Yeah. And and don't be left out in the cold, humans. Literally. Yeah, I will say, you know,
4: for uh I haven't really entertained the idea of coming back and and performing for these the, the awesome fans at BCWA uh it's been pretty awesome and I'm looking looking forward to 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 laying the old school BNU BNU beatdown crew beatdown on Gracefully Chosen December twenty eighth. At Cataclysm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, any last words for your opponent, or more more specifically, what about Truth Martini? Since he's kind of went rogue Martini. on you,
2: your future or future opponent?
1: That sounds pretty good. Sounded <laughs>
3: Truth <damn> Martini <laughs> gracefully
1: chosen.
3: Uh, Dude, that The House of true. Truth, uh, bro. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like it. your gimmick is old, my man. I'm tired of you running your mouth, thinking you own every place you walk into. Stop it. Stop it. Realize that when you step into the ring with the bumping uglies and you get into our business, that all that friendship stuff, it goes by the wayside. So I know you've had some surgeries. I know you've been in a bad place physically. Don't make us put you back into a bad place physically. You are putting yourself in danger And I'm not a fan of that. Like I said, we've been friends a long time. We're business partners. I don't want you to put yourself in a position where you're going to hurt yourself. But unfortunately, that's what it looks like you're doing. And gracefully chosen, you guys are just getting into the business. And it would be a real, real shame if you ended up like your mentor Truth Martini, with broken necks in the middle of the ring, thanks to the bumping uglies, because you thought you were gonna make your name off of my brother and I.
2: It ain't gonna happen. He didn't look like he was ready for this one.
3: Bubba. Sounds like Truth Martini needs to
4: act and remember. That he's a he's already been in things like cage matches with the Bump and Uglies, tables matches with the Bump and Uglies, and I gotta believe that those matches contributed to the state of health that Truth Martini has found himself in. Like Josh said, he chose to get back into this business. He chose to interfere in the Bump and Uglies business. He chose. Bovado students gracefully chosen as his army to take on the two-man destruction crew that is the bumpin' uglies. This is a grave mistake because now three people exist only for another couple of weeks until the twenty-eighth, and after that they're gonna be nothing more than dust in the ring staring up at the lights <laughs> with Movato and McKenzie victorious once again.
2: Thank you very
1: I mean, I was going to say I don't know much of a better way to uh, end that than that. Before we get out of here, throw out your social medias one more time. Let people know where they can find you. And as we said, man, make sure you have your tickets for BCWA Cataclysm, December 28th, Copeland Center, Wyandotte, Michigan, 4th Street. Be there.
3: Yeah, man. Twitter. At BNU number two, search Mysterious Movado on the Google machine. You're gonna find him on Facebook. You're gonna find him on the Instagram. You're gonna find it on ProrestlingTees.com slash the Mysterious Movado. Just you're ask Chris find, Jericho. You you can ask him that. <laughs> and he's a big fan. He put me over huge, right? Hey Chris, call me, bro. But also you're okay. gonna find all kinds of cool stuff if you search the bump letter N. Uglies, and then my man Bubba here can also be found.
4: You can find me uh, Herd dark Host as uh, my solo-ish uh, uh, endeavor. Uh, of course, the mysterious Movado on drums. Uh, yeah. they, so you look up Herd our Host on all uh, pertinent social media outlets, uh, or of course Choking Susan on all platforms. I love that man, and uh, that's
1: the best way to find me. Devin, go ahead, throw your social medias out.
2: Oh, and by the way, everybody in the comments is talking about how you're not actually six three, Devin. <laughs> K
3: <K-5>, five, man. K five.
2: And yeah, it's wrestling <laughs> podcast height. He's six <laughs> two. You know, you gotta trump it up a little bit.
0: I'm six three and a half, if you really want to be technical. Ch- but Chase Ch- said exactly. you guys were the same
2: height when he had his crutches. Man, the, o- <laughs> the the
4: the only guys that ever say and a half are dudes that are like
3: five six.
2: Hey, what, Fuck the, you what the fuck's that supposed to mean? Oh, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> sorry, Kyle.
3: That was for earlier. <laughs> Why do you think I got these horns on this mask? To so just add a add a couple uh, inch and a half or so.
1: I just thought you'd been watching Disney Plus too much. Oh, just that's kidding. too. <laughs> Deb, throw out your social medias real quick so we can get out of here.
0: Oh yeah, you can find me at Devin the Six Three. That's D E V I N T A T Six Three. You can find me on Instagram at AllstateNoSizzle, No That's one word. And make sure you check out the re 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 debut of Allstate No Sizzle podcast on January the sixth.
2: Kyle. I can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Team Chaos, that's K-A-Y-O-S. You can find me on Facebook, Kyle J. Campbell. You can find my other show, Wakanda Podcast is This, W-A-K-I-N-D-A Podcast is This. You can find a group on Facebook and the podcast everywhere you listen to a podcast.
1: You can find me at Detroit Knockout, Detroit N-O-K-O-U-T. Make sure you're following the show, at ko 3 C Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you're watching the live video, you already know, but those of you who will be watching on YouTube, you can find us at Knockouts and Three Counts Podcast on Facebook, where we're live every two. Tuesday, 9 p.m. And if you aren't watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed at Knockouts and 3 Counts on YouTube. And, again, shout out to Stransky & Company. With that being said, make sure you're there. BCWA Cataclysm, December 28th, Wyandotte, Michigan. Until then, peace.